Hey everyone, welcome to Conversations. And today I'm joined by my gorgeous wife, Lisa, and by my gorgeous daughter-in-law, yes. Christian. Hello. Hello. And Christian, you and Juliana did such an amazing job on love and relationships. We enjoyed, we were actually going to just do two podcasts. We ended up doing three because it was so rich. And your input was so amazing. So we said, can you stay for the next one? Because Julie's this was amazing too, but Christian does a lot of our social networking. Yes. Yeah. And that's, we're, we're extremely passionate about what we're going to be talking about the next two uh, podcasts. And who knows, it could go to three or four or five or six. But anyway, we're going to talk about social media. And you are um, an expert on social media at our ministry. And uh, it's just the right fit to have you on with us today. But I just want to um, remind everybody, we are now filming our messenger podcasts so you if you're watching us hello and if you're not get on youtube go to john bevere go to lisa bevere go to our channels and you'll be able to watch our podcast and see these clunky headphones on our head and all that kind of stuff but conversations is a part of the messenger network and in that messenger network we have other podcasts we've got uh, the messenger podcast we have got and i got to make sure i say it right let's talk about it with mm-hmm. sons and daughters which christian is part of and christian's a part of it and juliana and and our sons and others And then we are going to be starting some new ones in the future. So just look for the Messenger Network. And, um, you know, Lisa, today we're going to talk about social media. And let's just set this up, first of all, on how many people are on it and spending time with it. Go ahead. Yeah, this is why we're talking about this. There is 3.5 billion people using social media worldwide. Now this is actually, we're not like one of those people like social media is of the devil or it's wrong. We believe in social media that it can be an incredibly constructive, instructive way for people to connect. So we want to know how to use it well. So 3.5 billion people, that means our world just got smaller and it has actually changed the way we communicate. Some ways for bad, some ways for good. And so we're going to be talking about social media and how we interact with social media as Christians, as saints, as believers. But Lisa, you know, our team did some research and these facts are from 2018. So we're talking two years ago, yeah. okay? And the, the average time that a person, so you just said 3.5 billion people are on social media. The average time that a person spends on social media is two hours and 22 minutes per day. Now, let's assume that this person starts social media at 10 years old and they're going to live to be 72 years old and they're going to do social media, I should say, until they're 72. Wow. Do you know how much time they're going to spend nonstop Tell me. six years, eight months on social media? That's crazy. That's Let me... a college and a master's. That's an, as a, No, no, no. Wait a minute. You get to, no, 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 no. You get to sleep when you go to college. Although some people don't. Okay. We are talking six straight years, no sleep, eight months on social media in that's their lifetime. That's that's a that's a doctor. That's you just became a doctor. Yeah. Okay. Great. And now let let's give some comparisons. You're going to eat and drink three years and seven months in your in your from ten to seventy two. All right. You're going to socialize one year and eleven months. Yeah. So you are doing six times more on social media than you are even talking to people. Wow. And here's the crazy one. You're going to you're going to spend a year and 8 months clean doing housework, you know, cleaning your are house you things start like that. Doing that? Are you going to start doing uh, that? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that later. So, 
Anyway, we've got to talk about this because this is this is our life. This is where we live. Yeah, listen, this is interesting too. Facebook generated seventeen point six five billion dollars in revenue last year. That's crazy. And the majority of that came from advertising. They know people are on social media and they are advertising. Instagram generated twenty eight point five two billion dollars. So way more in twenty nineteen. Facebook. Well now they're merged. And then marketers spent $89 billion in 2019 on social media ads. So I'm not sure it's going to go away. So we want to make sure we're using it in the right way. So we came into this on the older, on the older (laughs) edge of this. Tell us, Christian, how has this changed dynamics for young people growing up? You know, I think it is, like you said, there is good and bad to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think with those stats that I'm honestly stunned by, um, we have to use it as a tool rather than a livelihood. If we're going on there every day to fill our void of social connecting with others, if we're going on there to, um, you know, I like to go on social media for inspiration, for creativity, but um, I heard somewhere recently, and I don't have a stat on it, but if you're taking in um, over a certain amount, you're actually not gaining, you're not being inspired. It's going to a different part and you are over, um, you're you're overindulging. Yeah. yeah, and you don't even take it for what it is. And I think there is this balance um, that we have within everything and that goes into social media too. And you know, Arden and I work out if we were at the gym eight hours a day, that might be a little too much. Somebody would get hurt. <laughs> if we're using social media too much, you know, we're we're lessening that time from other areas. And I think that's my biggest concern is, um, you know, if we're spending way too much time, what are we not spending enough time on? Well, and I've watched people, families at restaurants, and all four of them are on their phones and they're on their social media. And you're like, you're out to lunch with each other. Why aren't you talking to each yeah. other? Yeah. No, it's, it's a very real thing. And I think at first I got super excited. I was like, oh, I have friends. I can talk to them all the time. But then I learned that it, it's really something that you actually need to have on a regulator. So, for example, I post and I tend to go. I if, if it's something controversial or something I feel like I need to explain, I'm going to watch what's going on. I'll try to answer some things, mm-hmm. but I cannot allow it to control my life. And I remember it was your husband, before he was your husband, there was some kind of something going on on Facebook, and I was trying to say, oh, what I really meant was, let me explain what I meant. And the person kept coming after me. I thought, okay, I must not stop be saying it clear enough. And then I'll say it a little bit clearer. And Arden comes running down. He takes the phone out of my hand. He said, mom, you're not even talking to a person, really. You're talking to a troll. And they don't want to understand. You are trying to engage with somebody who actually just wants to be combative. They are not trying to be constructive. They're not trying to learn. They're not trying to be instructive. And so that actually really opened my eyes yeah. to technology. And you know, one of the things I've learned is I have the right to be a gatekeeper. Not everybody has the right to overrun my life. And I can choose who I follow. I don't have to follow everyone because everybody else is following everybody. Again, to your point, that saturation level, I can only take in so much. I can only be friends with so many people. Once I go over that, 
if I'm a friend to everybody, I'm probably a friend to nobody. Yeah. Well, even to that extent, you can be interacting with people, but there is a barrier of technology in between that things can get misinterpreted. And it's, you know, like John said, we don't know how to do face-to-face anymore if we get too comfortable with That's having concern. this median in between us. Yeah. But I mean, I, I met Arden through Instagram. So yeah, it's we're not, not saying it's evil. Christian's a great <laughs> gift. Yeah. But even then, we did limit it. Um, I remember getting the dm and having a little interaction that's a direct message yes just i actually know that okay (laughs) um but even then arden said hey i'm not gonna text you i'm not gonna keep sending you these messages i will call you once and then we're meeting in person because i think he had that awareness that if this is going to be something that develops i mean wise beyond his ears let's give him let's give him credit for that but he understood if something was going to develop it eventually had to get past the social interaction and become real yeah, and Addison and Julie met on MySpace. That's kind <laughs> sure. of scary. It's not even around anymore, but thank you for being around at the time. You know, John, I remember saying to you one time, because you were having nothing to do with your social media. You were like, I don't like this social media. I don't want it. And I said, honey, you're, you're basically walking into a room with 100,000 people, and you're yeah. like, I got nothing to say to any of you, and shutting the door. I said, John, they, you can choose how you want to interact. And when we're talking about Christians, we need to interact in a way that honors Christ. And now I really do take advantage of it. I mean, it did take Lisa opening my eyes to it because I think on Instagram now I'm about 425,000 people. That's 425,000 people I can really impact influence. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I'm not going to draw my my satisfaction in what I'm doing by the fact that I had over 10,000 likes on this post. Mm-hmm. If they didn't like it. They didn't like it. It may have helped a couple of people and really changed their lives. It may not have been that popular. I've just got to look at it a way as it's a tool to effectively minister to people and also a way to keep up with my friends because I love going through, seeing board members, seeing friends, um, and seeing what's happening in their life. I love it when I go to a church and somebody said, yeah, I saw you and Lisa. You were together in Singapore preaching at that church. That church is amazing. Tell me about it. So it's really a wonderful tool, but just like any other tool, it can be abused. It can be out of place. And I think that's why we want to talk about this in these these couple programs. How does somebody know if it's in the wrong place? How do they know that they have actually given it the wrong place in their life? It's become an idol. Mm-hmm. You know, people interactions, the number of followers. They maybe they're even addicted to social media. They feel bad, and so they look at their phone, or they, you know, what, how do you how does what's some of the markers for that? Yeah, some ideas. Um, I think for me, whenever I noticed, um, you know, there's. The theory when you're driving and you're driving, you're like, how did I get here? I don't even remember driving. The same can be used for our phones. I can pick my phone up and be scrolling and be like, when did I pick up my phone? That was an hour ago. What have I been doing? Um, I think when it gets to a habit to see, a habit to take in things, you have to be scrolling. Um, it, it becomes more of a habit than even an interaction. You're not even using it mm-hmm. at that point. And um, for me, uh, we do something called 21 days of prayer and fasting and um, it's usually, what should I maybe give up? And social media is an awareness. Sometimes it takes me not even realizing it, but taking a break from it that I realize, yeah. oh, maybe this was a little unhealthy. So, you know, I think some people become aware of it. Some people don't become aware of it. And through an instance like that, um, going on vacation, having a, a dinner with a family and you realize, oh, I wasn't on my phone for a long time. And that actually felt good. Mm-hmm. 
You know, uh, there's a young pastor who really looks to you and I as a mother and dad, and a very tragic thing happened in the body of Christ last year. And I called him immediately because a young pastor committed suicide, Mm -hmm. Lisa. You know what his first response was to me when I made the call to him? And this is a 33-year-old pastor. Mm -hmm. He said, John, I am concerned that social media is putting a pressure on us that you guys never faced. Mm -hmm. He said, because I'm seeing all my friends, they've got this many people at the church, they're doing this program. And he said, it puts a pressure on us that God's not putting on us. And I was be at his wisdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I happened to be with Alec the other night, and uh, Alec is my single son. And this alarm went off. And I said, well, why, wait, what's going on? He said, Mom, that's actually an alarm that I've set. And he wasn't even on his phone, but the phone was in the room with us. And he said, that's an alarm I set so that I know I don't want to be on my phone anymore. Mm-hmm. Like in case he said, I'm by myself, in case I just get on my phone, uh, that's enough time. Like, I will not be on my phone late at night or or what kind of thing. That's okay. wise. Yeah. So, all right, social media. We're talking about positive influences on your spiritual life. And again, if we're Christians, then we should believe that we're an ambassador for another kingdom. Mm-hmm. So on social media, that would mean I should be putting things up that build people rather than build myself, build yeah. my social image. Now, having said that, having said that, I'm <laughs> gonna I'm gonna say something make maybe make people mad. So I believe that you can have a mix, just like your life. So I think you should have things that are scriptural. I think you should have things that are relational. I think you should have things that are family dynamics. I also have put things up that were beauty products, and people got really mad at me, like, how dare you feature beauty products? You're a minister of the gospel. Why does Cosmopolitan get to be the only people that features beauty products? Why can we not, as Christians, do all of it? And that's, I think, kind of this thing. So I'm not wanting to compartmentalize you where you always have to have a Bible study. You always have to have something, a word of the Lord, because I actually think people can get in in uh, some air in that way but you know you want to have actually a breath of life right and another thing is i love to post ugly pictures of myself when i when my hair you frizzes, don't take yes ugly i photos. do when my hair frizzes out i agree my no my hair frizzes out i will on purpose post the she picture does. and people will be like sending me hair products don't do it i know what i need to do <laughs> seriously i'll get a flood but I'll do it on purpose because mm-hmm. I want people to know I live a real life. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, because I think it is, um, like you said, that expectation, not even on, not only on ministers, but um, people that follow uh, different people that they start to compare themselves with. I think that's my biggest thing with Instagram is it's such a comparison trap because it is a highlight reel, a highlight reel. You know, every now and then there is the frizzy hair photo, but it's um, a tendency to post just what we want to outpour. And, you know, when we use that as wise Christians to point to God's truth, um, mm-hmm. that's amazing. When we use it to to boast ourselves and seek that um, gratification, that attention, I think that's where it, it really is dangerous. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Okay. Is a social media friendship the same as a friendship in real life? You Who's want me to answer? First? You go first. <laughs> you go first <laughs> he looks at me like, I don't know. Um, I would say no. I think, again, you can build it a can social media a, friendship yes. that becomes a real friendship. Um, I'm not going to interact the same way with someone over um, a message, the same way I interact with someone that I'm sitting across from. Um, I know that there is a safe place between us because we're in a 
we're in our home, we're in somewhere where I can share vulnerably. I know that they are for me because they've taken the time to come and sit with me. I just don't think there's enough depth there when it's just on social media, but yeah, it can totally build. Um, we just need to know what depth actually looks like. Can I tell you what I've done, Lisa? Uh, I have a, a good friend now that Arden came to me, your husband, one day and said, Dad, did you notice this man just posts and posts and posts on you? He's a former NFL football player, and he just really gets impacted by your social media. So I direct messaged him, and it really touched his life. And then eventually I said, we need to talk on the phone because I don't want a friendship to be built just on social media. Well, we ended up talking for 45 minutes, and it was a tremendous God encounter. And since he's become a good friend, I know his daughters now. So I have this kind of thing, and this is not just him that this happened with. There's other people that I could name. So I have the deal that uh, here, here's the way I feel about it. Let's let's not keep it on social media. Let's either talk on the phone or let's meet when I come mm-hmm. to your city and 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 see what happens there. And then it just makes our interactions so much better because now I know him. Mm-hmm. I also um, think that it can be detrimental. You know, here's the situation. Their question is, uh, how does social media impact friendships in real life? And a lot of times I think my friends think because they like to picture we've actually been talking. And mm-hmm. I miss actually talking to people. Mm-hmm. I miss actually picking up the phone, hearing their voice, knowing how they're feeling. Because somebody can text you and you don't hear tone. But when you hear someone's voice, you can tell, oh my gosh, you're not feeling good. Or, hey, something amazing yeah. is happening. What's going on? Yeah. I do feel like it's become a substitute. It's mm-hmm. become a substitute. Well, I liked your picture. Yeah. Well, you know, I had someone call me out recently, like, why did you like that picture? I said, I didn't even read what was underneath it. But just because it was a friend, they're like, oh, well, you, you endorsed something you shouldn't have endorsed. And so I thought, well, that's negligent on my part. I actually was just liking it because, oh, I know this person. I should like their photo. But really, I actually probably needed to make a phone call with that person and say, why did you post that? Mm-hmm. We need to have a conversation. If we're going to have real friendships, it's not going to just be a like yeah. or an emoji. It's going to be a conversation. I also think on the other side of that, people think, why didn't you like my photo? Because you didn't like my photo. Yeah. You're not my friend anymore. Sure. You know, I've had people that have said things along those lines yeah. of, and they expect for a real friendship to take place on this platform where it's, you know, other people can see it and other people can um, kind of buy into it, but that shouldn't be where our emphasis is. I do want to say before we close, there are some real, I think, important things you need to ask yourself. Why are you posting what you're posting? Are you trying to paint, paint a picture of a facade of an unbelievably fun, happy lifestyle that you're actually not living? Um, secondly, well, and who are you? Who are you trying to fool? Right. Secondly, ask yourself, how is this going to help people? How's this going to inspire people? You want to know why Lisa and I love uh, posting pictures of us before we go on a date? We're not bragging to people that we're going on a date. You know what we're doing? There's some husbands out there that are over their head in work and they've lost sight of the fact of how wonderful it is to go on a date with your wife. There's wives that are out there, same situation. And I think what we're trying to do is encourage people to build a stronger marriage, a stronger relationship. So we'll post that. Uh, If I've caught a 25-inch fish, I have to say, do I want to be a bragger of a fisherman? Or am I just trying to get away to celebrate? No, I do. I want to ask. So if this is something that others can't achieve, they can't attain, it's something unique to me, i got to hold back a little bit because I don't want people now starting to say, gosh, wish I had that guy's lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I want to do something that's going to help their life, not puff my life up in their eyes. 
I think that's a good rule of thumb that we all have to ask each other or, or ourselves before we post. Anyway, all these video cameras and stuff, it's getting me to the point where I'm just like, babe. see, I'm just kind of completely, show me where the clothes is, okay? Where do I talk about it? I've got the producer and camera people looking at me. Okay. Hey, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> anyway, uh, we really care about you. I hope you sense this. I hope you sense that because Lisa and I take the time to do, the, now the cameras, we got to actually look decent before, right? We just want to help you in your everyday life, your walk with Jesus Christ, that you would get closer and closer to Him, that we would inspire you to have a stronger marriage, stronger family, stronger walk with God. And that's why we do this. So if you are getting ministered to, please rate us on iTunes and please tell your friends about and, and make sure you subscribe. That way you, you get the notification, you get it every time it comes out. And we just want to encourage you to please look for our other network of so, uh, social or <laughs> I'm on social media, our network of podcasts and listen in because our Sons and Daughters so powerful, Messenger Podcast so powerful. And so until next time, this has been John and Lisa and Christian. We love you. Thanks for listening to Conversations with John and Lisa. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review and be sure to subscribe and share these episodes through iTunes. You can also connect with John and Lisa through Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next time.